The following podcast is produced or sponsored by a community member. The content, views, and opinions expressed are those of the participants and do not reflect those of BMC or the Town of Belmont. BMC welcomes your comments. Call us at 617-484-2443 or email us at access at belmontmedia.org. Hello, everyone. This is Community Conversations. I'm your host, Roger Colton. Well, today is the start of a, a new work year, and I thought it was time to check in with Patrice Garvin, our town administrator. You're going into your second year, so I think yeah, I'm going to drop month. the, the yeah. word new. Thank you. The, uh, <laughs> Patrice Garvin, our town administrator, uh, just to have a beginning of the year conversation about how she sees uh, the state of uh, Belmont as being. Uh, yep. I know it's even though it's the holidays, it's a busy time of year, so thanks for stopping over. Sure. Um, let's jump uh, right in. Sure. You, you've made uh, a couple of changes and additions to, uh, uh, to your office yes. in the, the last month, and you are starting your, your first full year, I guess, yeah. will be 2019. Yep. Do, you, do you feel like you've got your team in place? Um, I think we're getting there. Um, I think, you know, like anywhere, you have to be somewhere a while before you really start making or should start making some changes. You need to figure out what you need, what, what's going to work. And um, when my assistant left back in the spring, I didn't want to just replace, um, replace the position. I wanted to kind of have some more time under my belt trying to figure out what, what, what my office needed. So I think we're getting there. I mean, it, it's a process like anything else. And um We'll see what the future brings. And the two people, let me not uh, assume that our listeners sure. know what, uh, what I was referring to. Uh, I'm, I was thinking of two people you've added uh, to mm -hmm. your staff. Uh, yep. John Marshall, who yes. will be uh, working primarily on recreation issues. Yep. And then Steve Durant has been around for a bit longer, but mm -hmm. he was new in 2018. Yep. Yep. And can, can you explain... Uh, your addition of a new, not really a recreation director, but sure. somebody that specializes in recreation? Sure. So one of the challenges when I came here, uh, given to me by the selectmen, was a way to address some of the uh, struggles and challenges um, within the recreation department. I met with some residents. I met with members of the recreation committee uh, commission. There was a, um, a report that they had done, um, a strategic plan. And they were very interested in implementing one of those suggestions or recommendations, which was a recreation director. Given the budget, I didn't really see room for a qualified, experienced recreation director. So I had to kind of think out of the box. I had to figure out a way to address the, the concerns and the needs of recreation and at the same time be cognizant of the budget. And when my assistant left in the spring, and I kind of sat on it for a little bit, I kind of started to think about merging those two positions and seeing if there was somebody out there that had some recreation experience, but also wanted the title of assistant town administrator and was looking to maybe advance their career at some point. And that's when we put out the ad, um, we, we posted it, and John applied. Um, John is currently the recreation director in Arlington. He brings a ton of experience with recreation. As he has said, he has pretty much held every position in a recreation department that you can have um, down to a lifeguard. So he was very appealing. He's also working currently on his master's in public administration. So I know John's looking to advance his career. So it really seems like a great opportunity for us and as well as John to 
to address the concerns and the needs of recreation and also some of the needs in my department as well. Is there a, a revenue aspect to that, it, meaning that the recreation facilities will be uh, will become more revenue producing? Yes. The plan and what I've talked to John about is creating an enterprise fund, much like the water and the sewer departments, where it's a self-sustaining um, organization piece of the town, where any, oh. event, any eventually director salary will hopefully be funded through the Recreation Enterprise Fund. That's the goal. Uh-huh. That's where we'd like to get to. And then Steve Durantz uh, is uh, the new facilities director. He has the disadvantage of coming in after mm-hmm. somebody who was so good, uh, Jerry Boyle, who retired last uh, Jerry Boyle, who retired sure. at the end of 2017. Mm-hmm. But can you explain what, uh, what he's doing? So I came in, and that, that position was vacant. Um, that position had been vacant for some time. Um, unfortunately, Steve inherited a lot of buildings that needs a lot of a looking into. There's a lot of repairs that the town needs. And so Steve was hired. That's a joint appointment by myself and the school the superintendent. Schools? Yes, that was merged. That facilities for the schools and for the town was merged um, a couple of years ago through town meeting. So John and I oversee and manage the director's position. So he's been on, um, he's had a lot on his plate, uh, especially with given the new high school. So, yes, he's been pretty busy. And he comes with a, a great background. He comes from the state. A building and, background, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, with, and, and then you just recently appointed, not appointed, but promoted. Reclassified, yep. Uh, Glenn Castro mm-hmm. uh, to be budget director. Belmont's yes. got a budget director. Yes, yes. When I came in. Glenn was doing a lot of the work that a budget director does. He just wasn't being recognized for it. Um, That and what I saw was when he interacted with people within town, he didn't have the title. And I really wanted to emphasize that when when Glenn spoke, he was speaking as a department head and have some more authority. And I felt that giving him the title might help usher those things across and so far, he's been he's been great. So, and when you say a department head, so he is at the same level mm-hmm. uh, as uh, DPW Glenn, director, Glenn Clancy, yep. and the DPW yep. director, mm-hmm. and uh, yep, so uh, on and so on. Yep. Uh, and the budget dra- will he reports to you? He reports yes. directly to the board. He reports of directly to me. And so when the budget uh, starts getting done, mm-hmm. uh, it'll be coming out or coming largely from from so glenn and i will work together it'll be ultimately my recommendations but it's really a cooperative team effort that will be putting the budget together so i i have a self-serving question Uh, as you know and as my listeners know i i uh, chair the town's energy committee Mm -hmm. is that has there ever been a discussion about having an energy manager Yes. Actually, I think the town's going to need something in that regard with the new high with school. With the new high school? Yeah. We're going to yes. need somebody. I mean, the systems that are going to be put into the high school are going to be advanced, and we're going to need somebody that understands them and has worked with them in the past. So I think that's just an ongoing discussion with the superintendent. And is that a town school position? Yeah, it would probably be, like- yeah, it would be generated out of the facilities department. It's, it's Unfortunately, the budget has constraints. Um, of course. Steve Dorrance's department, you know, he definitely is lacking in, in some um, people um, power. So it's something that we're going to have to continually address and look at. So. 
Let's look at the the other end of the, the career spectrum uh, then. I, I don't want to sure. be sure. pushing people out the door, but sure. one would think that uh, 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 Chief Frizzell and uh, Chief McLaughlin are at least thinking about sure. retirement uh, sometime in the foreseeable future. Yeah, and, so we extended the police chief uh, contract to the end of uh, December in 2019. So that's when the police chief, uh, Richard McLaughlin, will be retiring. Um, and since then, we've had I've had discussions with the selectmen about you know opening a process up probably sometime this year, and how how the board wants to go about filling um, that position. Obviously, you look towards internal candidates. Um, I believe we'll have a few, and you really look to see you know what the internal candidates have and 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 go from there. And there's been a turnover at the uh, the fire department. Uh, in the oh maybe yeah I think that happened before time. I got there is that Wayne the assistant yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. but is Chief Frizzell uh, um, talk, talking about I haven't any I haven't heard anything definitive so. that's great uh, well he's been around a long time yeah. and does uh, a great job yeah I mean both Rich and Dave you know bring a lot to the table and if when when Rich retires and if Dave retires it'll be a loss to the community yes now I know that. Um, the, you can't talk in detail about the budget because mm-hmm. nothing has been decided, and we always end up hearing that we have to wait for the state to, uh, to sure. act. There's a lot of moving parts. But uh, uh, in general, can you give us your impression of the, the state of the health of the town financially? Sure. So we've, we've run um, forecast uh, with the Collins Center and the grant that the town received back uh, last January. We're able to have a pretty comprehensive five-year budget forecast, and we've been running what-if scenarios. We we run scenarios about adding positions here and and what we think revenue might be or increasing revenue, thinking you know it could come in higher. So we're constantly running those types of projections. What I'm not seeing really any um, issues with FY20 or possibly FY21. Um, the further we get out to 22, there may be some concerns that we're going to have to think about and address. Well, and I would think the further you get out, the the less certain any projections. Right, I mean, is that a truism? Absolutely, that? and if you do have a deficit, it compounds after you know each year. So it just makes that if you don't address it, it makes it look bigger than it probably really is. So there's just ways of looking at it. But for FY20, I don't see any real concerns. I think for me, the biggest concern is how to manage and fund what we really need versus what we actually have. That that's the biggest challenge from any fiscal year to fiscal year, because there are needs in, in any department head you go to, they'd, they'd probably tell you they could use this or that, and it's really a prioritizing those needs. And it seems like historically, one of the aspects of town operations that has been underfunded is the capital budget mm-hmm. and, uh, by extension, the, the maintenance budget. Assuming that there is a line yeah. item. Yeah, so facilities for sure is definitely one. Capital is, I tried to, um, I recommended a capital plan this year. I, I presented it to the Capital Budget Committee and the Selectmen the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. It is a different way of looking at capital. It's a five-year capital plan that pretty much tries to list every capital need that the town has. And then for FY20, suggesting alternate funding sources for those to kind of take the pressure off of the discretionary funding that's been traditionally used. It's about $1.4 million. It's, it's really a different way to look at it. The other thing I'd like to do, given the Slackman's 
um, okay is to go for another grant through the Collins Center to really start to hammer out a, a true capital improvement plan that will run the next five years. So, And I remember talking with uh, Glenn Clancy once, Glenn, who is the uh, director of the Office of Community Development, mm-hmm. uh, who oversees street paving. Mm-hmm. And obviously in Belmont, one of the concerns that everybody has is everybody says that we need to pave our streets. Yep. But um, I remember Glenn telling me once that the rate at which we pave our streets uh, is not a function of the lack of funding, that we are paving our streets at, uh, at the maximum level that would be administratively yep. supportable. Correct. Did I say that correctly? Yes, I, I mean, mean I, there's a lot of there's a lot of variables that go into which streets get paved, which year. It's it's not a funding question in terms of pavement of the streets. That is correct. So, uh, and we're making progress. I, yes, I, I'm. Yep. Just constantly surprised. Yeah. No, Glenn's uh, Glenn does a great job running community development. Uh, as you know, Glenn's been here quite a few years. So, <laughs> uh, he's definitely well informed as to what what the needs are of the town. Uh, do you find yourself under any pressure? Uh, I don't even know if this is an answerable question, sure. but I- internal or from the public, uh, with people saying we just passed or we just approved this huge tax increase. Can I call it a huge tax increase? The to, debt exclusion to, for the debt exclusion right, for the school sure. for the school. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you have to be. Uh, I have not heard that yet, but then people haven't received their tax bill yet So, in, in regards to when the high school hits. So I suspect I might hear something like that once the true impact of on the tax bill for the high school comes in, but that could be down the road. And I would think that a response to that, or perhaps the response is, we're always careful with our dollars. Oh, sure. We, Absolutely. Whether we have a high school debt exclusion or, yep. or I- anything else. Uh, it seems like Belmont, speaking of the state of the town, mm-hmm. 2018 was a good year I- yes. in Belmont. It yeah. seems like uh, there were any number of things, if I can count them off on sure. my fingers, including the one I broke a couple. Uh, <laughs> but, um, yeah, we approved the high school. Mm-hmm. Uh, we approved the uh, Alexander Ave uh, underpass, the the community path uh, move forward. Mm-hmm. Uh the police station, DPW. Uh, the, yes, yep. the police. Uh, I mean, there are projects yep. that have been around not for years, but mm-hmm. for decades. Yep. Uh, so uh, that's not me seeing something that isn't there. I 2018 think, was a year of progress. Yeah, oh, definitely. I, things are starting to move a little bit. Sometimes government moves a little slow. Lee, um, but sometimes you just, you know, you keep pushing, keep, keep going. I think the right people are, are in place. I think the Board of Selectmen is a great board. Um, they're very motivated to pick up a lot of these projects and, and move them forward. I think some of the committees that you had in place prior to my arrival, um, I know the DPW Police uh, Building Committee was put in place, and, and they've done a lot of good work in, in ushering that project forward. Um, the path design, you had um, people on the community path implementation committee, committee. um there really been a couple of yeah committees. um you know they they kind of ushered some you know movement on that given you know listening to what the state um the state was looking for we put an application to be on the tip i think that's what really started moving the path forward once it it, it became clear that 
the the state funding might be a priority uh, a, a possibility let's get some design funding on the table and that's what that vote was for the alexander underpass so yeah. and what should people expect uh, um should people expect somewhat of a lull now so the uh, yeah, I mean, the library no. is uh, <laughs> uh, i think what people are going to start seeing especially with the high school and the police station is some activity a lot of activity. Well, and so we have to do what we've just mm-hmm. committed ourselves mm-hmm. uh, to do, and mm-hmm. and that's going to take a few years. Yes. Yeah. So we're going to s- stop seeing just articles in the paper and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, and You're actually see, seeing it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which uh, is that exciting? It of is. Course. It is. <laughs> you know. What a silly question, right? <laughs> it's exciting. You know, there's a lot going on, a lot to do, but there's always something to do. There's always an initiative you can move forward. So, oh, the incinerator site's another one. That's yes. We've been Do you doing a lot progress? of well. Yeah, we have. Ha- yeah, we have to um, inform the Department deadlines. of Environmental um, Protection what the capping, what the cap's going to be, the use. So that and, has to be done by this year, this May. And the cap, how you cap the incinerator site depends on the use. What the yep. reuse will yep. be. Yep. And is the, there is there is a process in place that yes. will lead to that decision. Yep. We're working on it. Currently, we have um, we have irons, you know, in the fires. We had um, Chris Roy over at the Belmont Light Department working on um, solar and um, solar storage and what that could look like, that usage. There's the Belmont Skate Park. I know there's people in the community um, really advocating for that use. Um, we have the anaerobic digester, which we have a feasibility uh, report due soon to the selectmen. So we're going to be able to see. Um, what's feasible up, up there. Looking forward to 2019, well, let me try to meld 2018 and 2019. Mm-hmm. In 2018, one of the big issues all year, of course, was the uh, adult use marijuana dispensaries. Yes. Uh, I mean, it was there at the beginning of the year mm-hmm. and it was resolved overwhelmingly yep. uh, at the, the end of the year. Uh, is there an issue that maybe that won't be that overwhelming, but do you see anything in 2019 that the town is going to have to deal with? Um, honestly, I do. I honestly believe it's going to be the impact um, from all the construction projects that are going to happen relatively around the same time. I know that Pleasant Street was rezoned at this past town meeting. There might be some activity there. We have the police station. We have um, the high school. So it's going to impact the community traffic-wise, um, potentially just people just trying to figure out how to man- you know, maneuver around of all course. these construction. So as people come down Concord, yeah. that's for the next couple of years. Correct. It's going to be a different experience mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the high school construction. Yep. There's also the rink might become a player in that at some point. So there's a lot going on. And I think what we just ask for is patience from the community that, you know, these are long-standing projects that are finally getting done, and it's going to be a little bit, you know, frustrating, but eventually we'll get through it. Uh, and it'll be two or three years. Yeah, at least. Yeah. Is there anything coming up uh, or that you would expect to come to town meeting? Um, I know zo- uh, Planning Board's been speaking about rezoning some parcels. I know we're going to have some zoning um, articles. CPA is going to be a big discussion. I think this is the first year that they had more in requests than they actually have in funding, so there's going to be a lot of discussion around that. Um, right now, we're just working on the budget, right? It, 
pretty much budgets are due to in my office Friday, so it's going to be all budget all the time for the next uh, month. What <laughs> what is commonly referred to as budget season? Budget season, yeah. Which starts in January and goes through. Uh, through well, I'm hoping eight. to present what in the warrant committee the budget February 12th. So I'm I want to make sure the warrant committee and the select have plenty of time to um, to review the budget. One thing that happened in 2018 was the new trash contract. Yep. That that go, got rolled out, um, so to speak. Yep. Uh, and there were the huge recycling mm-hmm. containers, the huge trash containers. Uh, recognizing that comments might not come to your office, but would go to DPWs. Mm-hmm. Are you hearing things about whether people think that that's working okay? Sure. So. The the new trap any any new program that's going to pretty much touch everybody that lives in the town is going to have an adjustment period. Uh, we rolled it out in the summer. It it's at the beginning. I would say that we heard a lot from a lot of people. Uh, DPW has been great. Um, Jay Marcotte and and Mike um, Sant- Santoro have been um, instrumental in addressing any complaint that comes into their office. Um, they receive a complaint to the point of actually going to the the resident's home and discussing it with them. So they've tried to really take on a proactive approach. We're 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 hearing it. Um, I know there's talk on the social media sites about it. All I can say is that we're looking into it. We hear we hear what some of the um, suggestions are, and we're really trying to work with the residents um, to accommodate some of the the concerns. And one of the concerns, I live on this tiny little road, mm-hmm. Warwick Road, uh, mm-hmm. one block long that if you put three cars on it, um, it's uh, almost too narrow to mm-hmm. traverse. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it isn't, but uh, there is a, a concern about once there's snow, yep. that narrows the road even further. Sure, and, and I think with any new challenge, we're going to learn new ways and new ways to address them. The, obviously, we hadn't had snow yet, so we're going to have to we wait and know. see. Right, we don't yes. know yet. So, and that's a five-year contract. Yes. Uh, so yep. we have a, a lot of time to learn and to improve and to adjust. Yep. And uh, if I can move out of um, some of the geeky questions okay. a, a little, um, <laughs> I don't remember what um, your costume was on <laughs> Halloween. Uh, I was Morticia. From the Adams family. Uh, yes. Yeah. Um, it, uh, given Halloween, it looked like people were yep. dressed up in Halloween. I know that, uh, well, I was involved somewhat with One Book, One Belmont, mm-hmm. but uh, I've seen you on some of the, the Frankenstein yep. Uh, yep. Uh, posters. Uh, uh, are, you, are you affirmatively seeking to bring a a new, uh, it's not a policy, but uh, some new ideas, some yeah. some new notions of fun? I um, don't know if I asked that question, yeah. but you're smiling. Yeah. So you're <laughs> I mean, so, you know, you know, my father, he was, um, he worked air freight at United Airlines for over 30 years. And there wasn't a time where I ever heard him complain about his job. I mean, he liked, he liked going to work. He might not have liked what he was doing, but he liked his, his work. And I think, one of the reasons is he was pretty much friends with everyone that worked there. You know, they grew up together on the streets of East Boston at the, at the time. So <laughs> I think I've always kind of just carried that with me, that idea that you might not have to like what you're doing 
in, but you can like the people you're doing it with. And I think that if you do like the people you're doing it with, you're, you're going to give more effort. And I think I like, I think I carry, I, actually I know, I carry that with me um, with every job I've ever, ever had really. I, I really want to make it a place that not only the people I work with want to go to, but that I want to go to. I want to go to work. I want to not have it just be all serious and boring, you know, just rote kind of things. I want to enjoy the people I'm working with. I want them to enjoy working with me. And I think that comes through um, in, in how I work and, and people see it. And some of the initiatives I put forward, like the Halloween um, proposal, I, you know, I was wondering how it was going to be you know, received by right. by people that work there, but people really got into it. And even and then the people that didn't really know what to think are on board, fully on board for next year. I mean, they're already talking about, you know, the offices and what theme they want to go in as. And um, for those people that don't know, we, we opened up Town Hall for trick-or-treating and all the offices that wanted to participate would dress up in costumes. And it was great. And we also got people coming to Town Hall that had never been there before. And you have young young children, you know, knowing what it looks like in town hall. So it's it has so many benefits that it just it, it's just you know, and we have fun at the same time. So <laughs> to uh, to have fun to boot, yeah. So it, it, it sometimes having fun is just it is what it is. But yep. uh, uh, something that struck me with your your answer is. Uh, Given what we talked about, one of the uh, earlier about the, all of a sudden we were making progress on the community path, mm-hmm. we're uh, addressing the high school. Mm-hmm. It seems like all of that or none of that takes work away. All of that imposes right. more work on you, mm-hmm. more work mm-hmm. on your staff. Yep. Uh, and how how do you keep it from becoming overwhelming? I mean, to make progress, um, people have to. Yeah, I think, you know, you just, you, I mean, it's, it gets overwhelming. I'm not going to lie. There are times when, okay. you know, the selectmen give me a task and I just think to myself, model, well, how am I going to do this? <laughs> um, but, you know, you kind of, that's why you have, you know, a team. You know, the team yeah. really takes on that burden. And, you know, right now I have a great, I have a great team. The department has a great. And now that I've been here a year, they kind of get me, I get them. It's a much easier kind of flow, and it's only going to get better probably as, as, you know, the longer I'm here. So it just, I think if you come at it as a team approach and, and say, look, I need, you know, I'm not ever afraid to ask for help. I mean, I, I think some people in my position see that as a, as a negative. I don't. I, if I don't know something or if I need help with something, I have no problem going and, and, and asking. So, yeah. Yeah. So. Um. One of the uh, uh, initiatives that you've begun this year, too, is your opening. This strikes me because you talked about kids coming to town Mm -hmm. hall. Is you've opened town hall at night. Yes. At at least one night a week. One night a week, yep. Monday night? Um, Yes. Till seven. Can you uh, tell us what your thinking is on that? I mean, there must be some very specific notion. I mean, I, I know in the town I live in, um, my town hall is open, you know, 8 to 4, Monday through Friday. And as a resident, you know, I can't get there between 8 and 4, yeah. Monday through Friday. So I know I look at it from, okay, how would that, you know, you look at it from a personal point of view. And I think it's a big, I think it's a big um, service you offer the residents. Because there are there are people that work, not you know, and they don't necessarily yeah, have the time. 9 to 5. Right. They don't have the time to come in and talk to somebody about, 
you know, putting an addition on their house or, you know, running for a particular office in, you know, in town, they don't, they can't do it because we're not there. And I think it's a service to the residents. Um, I believe that it gets people, you know, out to the town hall that wouldn't necessarily have come because they couldn't. So I, I think it's a benefit. And, you know, it also benefits the employees because there is the half day on Friday. Sure. And um, especially in the summer when it's, you know, 95 degrees and, you know, you get out a little earlier because you stayed a little later on Monday. So. Well, it does help because a lot of uh, town employees have to stay late. I- I've never understood. With Some do, yeah. <laughs> including. <laughs> yeah. When you have a night meeting, sometimes it doesn't make sense to go home. You might as well just stay. Through. Right. And it's not as though if you stay until 9 o'clock at night, yep. you come in at 10 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And- I know it also helps the elected officials. You know, the ones like the selectmen that, you know, can come, that that they work. And I know they come in on Mondays and they they love that they can go if they have a question to the building department or the assessing department. Sure. That's great. We are out of time. Oh, great. uh, uh, We've been speaking with Patrice Garvin, who is the town administrator for the town of Belmont, about what's going on in the town of Belmont and what she expects to be happening in uh, 2019. It is right after the holiday. I know it's a busy time. Not that it's never not a busy time. Sure. Uh, but I do thank you for no, coming great. over and thank talking. Thank you, Roger. Uh, you've been listening to Community Conversations. You can stream Community Conversations online by going to the uh, Belmont Media website, belmontmedia.org. And you can also find Community Conversations by searching for the BMC Podcast Network through iTunes. You've been listening to Community Conversations. Thank you for tuning in. I'm your host, Roger Colton. I will talk to you again next time.